for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And remember, while you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily and share those on social media. We always appreciate that. A great you know, a lot of us are still shadow banned, so uh, sharing the articles and podcasts on social media helps us out a great deal. Hopefully, we won't be shadow banned for much longer, uh, Rob and I and all of our listeners. Of course, Rob's still not back on Twitter. I'm back on a backup account. But what we're hearing from these Twitter files is that Elon Musk is going to be more transparent about the shadow banning process. It's going to be reserved for people who spam and um, normal users, unless if you're uh, anti-Semitic or a racist or something like that, should not be shadow banned anymore. So that should be interesting to see what comes out of that as part three of the Twitter files came out and it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. But not surprising, nonetheless, we're hearing about the process to ban President Trump from Twitter, all the discussions that they had talking about how they could uh, put limits on the actual POTUS account since at real Donald Trump was banned. And it's coming out that perhaps Jack Dorsey has been lying all along and he knew more than what he was letting on. I thought it was interesting the other night I saw Jack Dorsey tweeted to Elon Musk for him to release everything. He says he all the uh, things that Elon Musk is giving to the reporters should be released to the general public. And Elon says that will be coming eventually. So uh, it acts Jack Dorsey's acting like he's not a guilty person. But as I said last time, if you're the CEO of a company, you're responsible for everything going on in that company. And if you don't know what's going on, you're not a very good CEO because uh, your name is attached to it. You should know what's going on in the business that you run. So either Jack Dorsey is inept and incompetent as a CEO, or he knew exactly what was going on. And I believe from what we've read in these Twitter files, he knew what was going on, but he's a little smart enough, smarter than the rest of them to not put his fingerprints all over these uh, shadow bans and censorship and other things that we've seen. He's just been more careful about keeping his name off of some of these emails. That's what I think of it. Rob, what are your thoughts and what do you think of Jack Dorsey's involvement in the shadow banning and censorship on Twitter? Andrew, that was a great opening. And as you're speaking, I'm just going through my many notes that I've been that I was taking over the weekend. It's astonishing what we're finding out with Twitter and what they were doing, and some of them acting independently. And it appears that some within that sphere didn't want to go along with what Yol Roth was doing, and selectively just shadow banning people taking away, let me just be blunt, taking away their free speech and replacing it with group think with what he wanted them to think. I don't know if this guy's an American or not, but uh, he was a one-man hit show that was doing this. Now, that's not to say that we can't bring in the Twitter, the lawyer who was over, I think, compliance, Biaya, who happens to be Indian, an Indian-American. She was born in India. And I think it's important to say that 
that she was born in India and her family fleed India for a better life because they did not like the government in India, Biyaya Gadad. Uh, and as we've said before, in my opinion, give her a one-way ticket back to India. She will figure it out. I'm sure she has relatives there. But if she's going to come here to America and for a better life, well, her family brought her here for a better life, and then she's going to bring with her the repressive ideas and the ideology of the Indian government, we have no need for her. We only want people here that are going to move us forward, not take us back. So one-way ticket back. Though some would say, oh, how could you say that? Very easily. Give her a one-way ticket back to India. She came to America. She's a disruptor. Send her back. We don't need people like that. As far as I'm concerned, she's committed treason. As far as I'm concerned, she is a terrorist. She's a domestic terrorist by way of India. Send her back home. Plain and simple. Now, the other guy, I want to get to Yol, the one-man censorship show, Hurrah Gural, who took over for Jack Dorsey. The same thing, one-way ticket back. And those little parachute packages that they got, $48 million, why did they get that? So that they could go and cause further harm to the country? Do not doubt that they're going to give money to these resistance groups like Black Lives Matter, hate groups that will go against the government. Now, the government that they have in place now under Joe Biden uh, dictatorship, now they will support that government because they want to keep all of us dumb. And you could say the young, dumb and young. That's what this is all about. We need to wake up. We need to wake up fast because this was all by design. And we see this with Twitter. It's just unfortunate, Andrew, that the mainstream media, the liberal media, is not reporting on this. And that's bad because when they don't report on it, you have other Americans who are completely unaware. That is the reason why they try to destroy and they're trying to destroy Twitter. You had what's his name, Elton John, saying that he's getting off Twitter. Okay, I never knew he was on Twitter. I wasn't following him when I was on Twitter. <laughs> right. Who, who, who is who is he? He's getting off Twitter. See, he's virtue signaling. He wants to tell all the people that listen to his music, get off Twitter. It's no good. And he says because of disinformation. And Elon Musk came back and said, okay, I love your music. I hate to hope you come back to Twitter. No, can you point to me the disinformation? I, I want the – and I'm, I'm glad he said that. I want these people to point to us where is the disinformation that they're talking about. The truth that's coming out from the Twitter files, their files, are you saying that that's disinformation? And then you have other people saying, oh, my God, the amount of racism, anti-Semitism, and homophobic ideas that are on Twitter now. The man just took over not too long ago. And you mean to tell me that all that has increased? No, it hasn't. It happened under Karal Garal. It happened yeah. under their regime. Yeah, those stats about hate speech coming up, um, Elon Musk has called them fake. He says that that is not real. In fact... Uh, hate impressions have went down since he has been in charge. So I guess it's a matter of who you believe. You believe someone like Adam Schiff or do you believe Elon Musk? I believe Elon Musk that uh, the media is just making up these numbers out of thin air about all these hate impressions supposedly going up since Elon Musk took over. Well, there's no way I would believe anything that Adam Schiff says because Adam Schiff claimed that he had the smoking gun on Donald Trump and how he colluded with Russia. 
He never had the smoking gun. There never was a smoking gun. What he did have were the Twitter files. What he did have was his own party, the DNC, working with Twitter and other big tech to suppress ideas. What he did have is when Jack Dorsey came before the Hill and testified and said that conservatives are not shadow banned, that they don't censor conservatives, you could very easily pull the tape and look at it and look at his face and tell he was lying. Jack Dorsey lied. Democrats proud themselves in coming after people who lie to Congress. He lied to Congress. He lied. And do you see? But do you see the FBI going and raiding his compound and the wee hours of the morning? Yeah. As they did Roger Stone. You don't see it or any of the other conservatives. Right. If they could raid President Trump, why is Jack Dorsey above it? I don't think he is. But he didn't just lie to uh, Congress. He also went on Joe Rogan and lied for three hours straight about censoring conservatives. He actually brought on uh, Vijaya with him, perhaps, to take some of the blame in case stuff hit the fan like it is right now. But yeah, this guy was a path out there being a pathological liar. Elon Musk keeps coming out and sticking up for Jack Dorsey, saying that Jack Dorsey has a good heart. These employees were just taking advantage of him, but I don't buy it. I don't know if Elon has another agenda there, trying to make Jack think that they're friendly or not. But I'm with you, Rob. I absolutely think Jack Dorsey was involved and actively uh, helping control this censorship. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure Jack Dorsey does have a good heart. But like you said, he brought her on the Joe Rogan show to help support or to put some of the blame on her. And if you look back when you pulled the tape when he was on the Hill, she was right behind him knowing that he was lying. I mean, what I saw the man's face, I'm like, he's lying. He knows that they're censoring conservatives. How many times did I tweet something and someone said, are you there? We don't even see your tweets. I remember this one uh, uh, tw- uh, follower of mine from Utah. And she DM'd me and she said, you know, Rob JH1, that was my handle. She said, we don't see any of your tweets. She said, very often I will see them. She said, so if you want your tweets seen, you need to join a group. No, I didn't want to join any of those groups. I know some people, oh, I joined the group and I didn't join a group until I gained like 100,000 followers. And I'm thinking, oh my God, are you serious? Stop bragging. As if they were to say, don't be in a group unless you get these many followers on your own. And now we know all those people who were bragging, albeit some of them were conservatives, didn't realize that the game was stacked against them. They were allowing them to do it on a limited basis. But I proud myself now, Andrew, and so do you, that I got banned. I mean, we had, I think I had gotten up to like 78,000 followers. And then all at once, I was banned. So apparently my message was resonating and they didn't like it. They wanted to silence my voice. They wanted to silence your voice. And now we know from this third drop of Twitter files that it wasn't about Jan 6 necessarily, okay? They just banned it because of content. And what was that content? Speaking truth to power. Not my truth, not Andrew's truth, but the truth. They did not like it. They wanted to keep the American people in a little bubble, in their little liberal bubble, so that they could tell them any and everything. That's what they said about Donald Trump. No, I wonder how does the Jan 6 committee feel now? Because, you know, they kept saying, oh, Donald Trump, he incited this riot, he did this, he did that. Now we know that this character, Yo Roth, they already had designs to silence him. They already wanted to limit his reach. They didn't like it that he had more followers than anyone else. That troubled them. 
So they kept trying to look at the rules and the regulations and say, okay, how do we do it? How do we do it? Okay, let's just limit some of the things he says because of his content. And you have all these people running around saying, oh, Jan 6, that's what caused it. I thought the same thing. I thought I got kicked off because I came out and said, wait a minute, are they going to censor Nancy Pelosi and Maxine Waters because they incited attacks against conservatives? And when you think about it, it's still going on. They will still come out and say, Conservatives are racist. They're white supremacists. You had Chuck Schumer, who's now the leader of the Senate, saying we'll have all types of committees, but we don't want anyone who's associated with MAGA. Virtue signaling, trying to say that MAGA is white supremacist, whereas you have black people, Hispanic people, Indian people, Asian people, rather, who are MAGAs. No one has thought to stop it. And this is the problem. It goes back to what I was saying earlier. Jack lied. The media is helping to prop that lie up. And conservative media isn't pushing back by saying you cannot call a group of people racist or white supremacists because you don't like them. That is a lie. That's hate speech. Why aren't they pushing back? It's more so they're trying to give in to what they're saying. The same thing with the Tea Party. No one ever wanted to stand up and fight for the Tea Party people. Oh, they're white supremacists and they're racist, knowing that they were not. These are labels that the left, the Democrats, and the media are successful in putting on conservatives because they know that conservatives won't fight back. Why won't they fight back? Because they're afraid. They want to be proper and prim. But as you said on one show, Andrew, it's time for us to use those same tactics and push back. It's time for us to wake up and it's time to fight we got to stop giving in, stop attacking our own, and stop saying, well, I don't know. He said this, knowing what the person said, but you're allowing the media to shape it. Why aren't they out calling Jack Dorsey a lie? Why aren't they? Why aren't they saying, why aren't the Democrats demanding that Jack Dorsey be brought in or that the Department of Justice go in and search him? Why aren't they doing that? No, look at Steve. Look at what happened to Steve Bannon. Peter Navarro stopped at an airport, brought in, strip searched, just to embarrass him. Bill Bear, not Bill Bear, but Bill Barr was the attorney, was the uh, over the Department of Justice then. He said absolutely nothing, just looked the other way. Bill Barr was in on it, guilt by association, yeah. because he should know. What his underlings are doing. Go ahead, Andrew. Just going to say, I don't know if Bill Barr ever did anything at all. As I brought up the other night, I think Elon Musk is responsible for firing more FBI agents than Bill Barr True. ever did. And uh, yeah, he, he was just a disaster. He was a disaster. And he allowed a lot of this to take place. Now, he'll say, well, Trump should have been quiet. He was What he was saying was right. But you have to know. No, now we know. And I don't blame Trump for fighting back. Because no one else would fight for him. And I said this so many times. If Republicans were to stand up, but they would sit back like Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is useless. The Republicans should stand up in a quiet coup amongst themselves and just say, Mitch, you need to go. And if you don't go, we will make this public. You need to bow out. Stop making this personal. This is about the people of America. You are only looking out for yourself and your wife, Coco Chanel. Plain and simple. They need to go to him and force him out. He's too old. He's forgetful. Get him out now. We need a new party. 
And there are many Republicans that are saying the same thing, but they are afraid. We need to pull together and get these people out. Do it behind closed doors, but get them out. If they can't stand up and call the Democrats out as being the liars and the cheaters and the colluders that they are, we need someone else. We will continue to lose elections if we continue along this line. We cannot do it. It's time to fight back. And the Twitter files showing us that. Jack Dorsey is part of the cabal. I don't care how many times he wants to say, I didn't know it. Now he wants to say, Jack, release everything. It's coming out, buddy. Oh, I'm telling Elon Musk, release everything. It's coming out, buddy. It's coming out. Andrew, it's coming out drip by drip. But I want it all to come out. And we need to somehow force the media to report on this. It's unfortunate that that uh, Rupert Murdoch controls Fox because I would just set up a nonstop show every night, a special, and just say, this is what we knew, this is what they knew, and this is what they tried to hide, and force the hands of the folks on the left. They're talking about CNN. Oh, they're revamping. Nope, because they're yet to cover this story. And that shows you where their loyalties lie. That shows you the kind of network that they want to be. The fact that they're not covering this, the fact that they're not calling it out, it shows you it's the same game as usual, just different players, Andrew, plain and simple. Yeah, very well said. And we've got a great gift for all of our Ultra Manga listeners. If you're looking for a gift for a friend or a family member, a loved one for Christmas, time's clocking, but it's not too late to go over to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and you can save 25% off your first order with the code OUTLOUD. If you or someone you know is looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. You can go to HealthyCell.com, Use the promo code OUTLOUD and save 25% off your first order. This is a great deal. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free, Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe. Air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. How the spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America out loud. Now we invite you, friends, to invest some of your time 
with our magnificent family of experts, their minds and voices. It's all back at AmericaOutloud.com. Liberty and justice for all. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and we've just been talking about the latest dump of the Twitter files and where Twitter is headed from here on out with Elon Musk in control. I'm hoping that Elon Musk is still patching things up. He just got there like a month ago, uh, fixing things, because after the midterm election the other night, I personally got censored once again. I tweeted about uh, Georgia, how it uh, they let people vote for a month, and that gives the Democrats plenty of time for voter fraud. And sure enough, they um, tagged my tweet. They would not let people retweet it or like it anymore. And they said that this is election misinformation when you go to the tweet. That just happened in the past week. So I'm hoping things like that get addressed because you should be able to call that out on social media that's what free speech is if you think the election was stolen you should be able to go to your twitter account and say hey this election was stolen that is free speech so uh yeah elon musk twitter still is not perfect i'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt right now and say that uh he hasn't gotten to everything just yet but I'm hoping things like that are addressed in the future. But continuing on to the Twitter files tonight, we've been talking about Jack Dorsey, how much he knew, if he was complicit in it all. And if you listen to our first half, you got a pretty good idea that Rob and I both think that he was complicit in this censorship. And uh, he's been consistent time and time again, acting like he had nothing to do with banning conservatives. Well, some of the emails that were released um, said quite the contrary. So if Jack Dorsey is proven to have lied, do you think they will do anything about it, Rob? I don't think that they will send him back to Congress, put him under oath again. Sadly, I think he's just going to get away with it, but at least it is out in the open now and people are going to know it. Well, a couple of things here. Before I address, do I think anything will happen to Jack Dorsey? I think it should. I think they should call him before the Hill. But that begs the question, will anything happen to any of these individuals other than the fact that they're brought before Congress? I do think that uh, they should be indicted. Uh, we need the harshest penalty. They need to be censored. If we can censor foreign countries, we need to censor them, take away their money, because that's the only way when you give them penal, uh, uh, what does it call, uh, a fines, that's the only way you'll get their attention. Because you see right now, Jack thought nothing of coming to the Hill and lying. The same thing with the CEO of Google. They think nothing of it because they're, they're under the impression we will never be caught. And why is that? They won't be caught because people that are working within the confounds of these big tech organizations have previously worked in White Houses of Democrats. Barack Obama's White House, even Bill Clinton. They have worked within the confounds so they know what to do and how to do it. Look at James Baker. Look at the different White House's administrations he'd worked in. When Chris, he was in Trump's White House, and when Christopher Wray came on, he fired him. Though some would say, oh, well, he stepped down. No, he fired him because he saw some of the nefarious activity. Now, Christopher Wray did him a favor by firing him, 
and letting it go under the cover. And you can say, well, we can say that he resigned. I don't care, but he's got to go. As opposed to exposing his misdeeds. See, this is how they cover for each other. Christopher Ray knew that James Baker was a bad actor. Christopher Ray is a bad actor. But what did he do? He allowed him to slide. Bill Barr, Trump's, uh, uh, who was over the Department of Justice, knew that Bob Mueller was a bad actor albeit a bad actor with dementia or Alzheimer's, but he wanted to save his career so that he could go out on a somewhat bang. See, these guys cover for each other. They don't care anything about the country. Now, some would say, well, he hated Trump. Okay, that's fine. But you're looking at the country. And if you're saying that the law is there for everyone and we all must obey the law, then if Bob Mueller messed up, he has to face the consequences, just like you or I. Okay. James Baker messed up. He left, he went to the Brookings Institution, and then about five weeks before the election, he shows up at Twitter as a general counsel. He had access to the Russia collusion information. He knew that it was a lie. All while Adam Schiff was coming out before the news saying, no, no, we got the information. The news media knew it was a lie. The DNC knew it was a lie. Now, by virtue of looking at it, we knew also that it was a lie. Because you couldn't connect the dots. And now we know that the FBI was willing to pay Christopher Steele a million dollars to try and fabricate and validate the lie that he told about prostitutes peeing on a bed. The media is yet to go in depth and to cover that. Why? Because they know it was a lie. And if they do expose it, you will look at them differently. You already don't trust them. But the fact that they're not putting this information out there so that the American people can dissect it and say, wow, this is what happened. That is the reason why people say that the 2020 election was stolen. And when you look at it, it was. Had this happened to Democrats, all of you would be saying, oh, the Republicans cheated, and they cheated, and they cheated. The same way you did when Trump became president. You said that he cheated, he worked with Russia. There is no indication whatsoever, but the media had you to believe it. We had a guest come on our show who even said, well, but they said they gave them a little bit more time. They would have been able to find the connection. Well, you can always connect the docs the way you want to connect them. But when there's no there there, there's nothing there. But you see how they operate? They cover up and they change the script just to protect themselves. So all these players that were at Twitter were formerly in the Obama White House. Some of them even worked on Joe Biden's campaign. They left. They went to Twitter, Facebook, and Google. And from there, they were able to control the algorithm, control what you see, control who was saying what, because they knew that they had put the fix in. There was a collusion right there. And there needs to be a major come to Jesus moment. All these individuals need to be called before the hill and not just called before the hill. There has to be a penalty. If they go, don't go to jail, because I doubt a jury would find them guilty because you have too many liberal people out there in the jury pool unless you move the case to a red state and then make certain that the people that are sitting on as jurors understand their responsibility. And you have to have a judge who's not biased because a lot of these judges, they know what's going to happen. And then for them, they're saying, well, we're going to protect the country, and we can't allow these people to be found guilty because it would just destroy the country. You've already destroyed the country with your jurisprudence that is corrupt. Michael Sussman should have gone to jail. He got off under John Durham, okay, because of the directions that the judge gave the jurors. 
The judge knew that there were jurors on the case that knew Michael Sussman, and some of them hated Trump. These are the things that we need to look at. But no one is talking about it. They're making it seem as if, oh, it's nothing. We have corrupt judges. We are no better than a banana republic. We have to clean all this up. This is the charge of the Republicans. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you need to do it. But I will tell you one thing. A lot of those weak Republicans that want to go along just to be fit along with the Democrats, you need to get rid of them. You need to silence them. Scorch earth or whatever they say. And here's something else, Andrew. I was thinking about it the other night. And this might be rather controversial, and you'll be shocked at what I'm about to say. I don't care if we don't win another presidency, as long as we can control the Senate and the House to keep their evil agenda from coming forward. And then we're able to hold them responsible, because no matter what the president does, we can stop it. This is how serious I am about this. We need to get to the bottom of all of this. Joe Biden's administration has destroyed the country, along with Barack Obama. We need to turn the tide. We need to turn the curve. We need to make this thing right. And that's the only way to do it, because the media is not going to do it. And if we have to go in and rethink what the media is doing, then so be it. Now, I know a lot of people say, but we, do we want the government controlling big tech and controlling the media? Well, look at what they're doing right now. They're controlling it, and they're doing a horrible job. You cannot make me to believe that there aren't a few good men. And when I use men, I'm using it collectively, throwing in the women, but I'm not going to be go woke like these other knuckleheads. There aren't a few good men who can go in and say, no, we love this country. We're going to do what's right. We're going to force the media to do what's right because the CNN of the world that are doing all this window dressing, making us think that they're going to become a news organization. No, they're not because you still have people embedded at CNN that had worked for Obama and worked on the campaign for Biden. It has to stop. Now, that being said, Andrew, I was completely unaware that you were being censored or you had been censored again. That's not good. That would lead me to believe that there are still internal players at Twitter that are controlling the algorithm. The same way James Baker was there, selectively choosing what Matt Taibbi could release on the Twitter files. And then he was caught. I would say to Elon Musk, your main focus should be on restoring free speech on Twitter. You need to go in and do an immediate eradication of those individuals that are controlling the algorithm. That should be priority. Yes, releasing the Twitter files is important also. But you need to release, get out those individuals who are still trying to keep free speech or suppress free speech, I'll say. That's not good. And you would think, one would think, that you would have an American born here who would say, we need to get to the bottom of this. But here you have Elon Musk, who was born in South Africa. So he's really a true African-American who's looking at this and say, no, I love this democracy and we need to protect it. But see, this is what happens when you have a few people, elitist, who want to control things and they don't care anything about you. They will shut you down as long as they're able to move forward with their agenda. 
They want us all to think that, oh, we're all transgender. They want us all to think that, oh, we're all loving each other and we're all gay. They want us to think that there are 12 different genders that men can have babies. Look at the Biden White House. What is that guy's name who was over our energy nuclear waste? Sam Britton. Again, he's been caught stealing ladies' luggages. Now, just imagine had that been a conservative. They would be talking about it day in and day out. The same way they talked about Steve Bannon being arrested. They could not get enough of it. The same way they talk about Donald Trump. Oh, his his, his company, oh, they were, they were found guilty. No, the CEO or the financial guy was found guilty. Oh, so that means that Trump is guilty also. That's all they want to talk about. But the fact that this transgender or non-binary person who's appeared at the White House wearing a dress, crazy lipstick, out front and center, has been arrested. He needs psychological help. He does not need to be showcased. The man needs help. No, he's not being misgendered. There are only two genders. Okay, this other stuff has to go. But you have the media making us think, oh, no, you're misgendering. No, this has to stop. And our courts have to stop playing the selective Jewish prudence and saying, oh, no, but you did misgender. We're going to find you. No, it has to stop. You can call yourself what you want to call yourself. You can live in make-believe world. But we're not going to live in make-believe world with you because this is a real society. Do you think the Chinese are going to come here with a war to our doorstep and say, oh, well, we want to make certain we don't misgender this person? Heck no, they're going to throw them in jail or cut their head off. They don't care. But now we're having our police out there. Oh, did you misgender? Okay, let them go. It has to stop. This is crazy. These people need help. You're either a male or a female. You have even gays who aren't saying that I'm non-binary. No, they know the difference. They know that, hey, I'm a man who likes another man. I'm a woman who likes another woman. But you got these in-between people who want us to go along with their crazy program. And then you have Twitter, if you say something against it, oh, we're going to kick you off. Look at what happened to the Babylon Bee. When they say that Rachel Levine, who's actually Richard Levine, who should not be in the White House, having access to our children, to indoctrinate our children, when they said that he won the Man of the Year Award, Twitter, oh, kick him off. Because Yoel Roth said that, though, that was harmful information. Oh, it just makes your body cringe. It's so hateful. Okay, he's a weak man. He's a beta male. Someone needs to take him and put him in the gym and say, do a couple of push-ups and sit-ups and jumping jacks. We need to toughen you up. There's nothing wrong with saying toughen up men. Look at what China is doing. They're telling their men, they said, we don't want any Koreans here who are dressed like, who look androgynous. Because you have a lot of the Korean singers, male singers, who, who look rather androgynous. They look like little girls. And they said, this is not my words. We don't want sissy men here. That's what China said. Now, I know that that word is offense to some here in America. We need to get over it. We need to get over being offended by everything. We've got to get over it. But see, Twitter has allowed us, has allowed this breeding ground to perpetrate under the direction at the time of Jack Dorsey, who lied. And now that he's gone, it's so interesting how he likes to come out and now he is trying to give instructions to Elon Musk. Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do that. I'm sorry, buddy. It's no longer your company. Shut up. You had your chance and you lied. It's someone else's chance now. 
what you should do is you should come out and say everything that he's saying is truthful. And the media and big and the other big techs, they colluded right along with us. That's what he should say. If he wants to make things right, he should come out and say, yes. And not only that, we need to know the names of the FBI agent, the CIA agent, the DCI, I think it was, and Homeland Security, the Director of National Intelligence. They were all meeting secretly with big tech on a weekly basis that you can barely get the guys at Homeland Security to go down to the border and take care of that. But they set aside time, Andrew, to go and meet with big tech to warn them of possible disinformation from Russia, disinformation. And where are we now? We're technically in a war with Russia by way of Ukraine. But see, the media won't expose this. The media won't tell you. If this were Trump, they would be all over it. If Trump had made a bad negotiating deal to bring back a two-bit athlete and then release a major arms dealer, Dr. Death, the media would eat him alive. But because, because decrepit Joe Biden did it, oh no, that was good. Oh, we like that. We left behind a soldier the same way we left behind soldiers in Afghanistan two years ago. 13 soldiers lost their lives. Many Americans have forgotten all about it because the media won't report on it. But had Trump made the same flawed trade for Brittany Griner? I know I hear a lot of people saying, well, she's an American. We don't want Americans left behind. I don't care who she is. She doesn't like the country. Let her keep her keels cooling over there in the Russia prison. I don't care. Yes, I said it. I don't care. She doesn't like the country. She'll probably come here and be a disruptor. Let her stay over there. Now, who will get the first interview with her? Will it be Gail King? I could care less about the woman. I hate I even heard her name. Go ahead, Andrew. Right. At the same time, he left a U.S. Marine behind, which he's getting a lot of backlash for. How could you leave a service member behind at the same time bringing home a basketball player I saw a clip from Russian media where they were literally laughing at Biden because he took this trade. They realized it's a total ripoff to get an arms dealer when you're in the middle of a war. And all you have to give up for is a pot-smoking, American-hating basketball player. I mean, it is clear that Russia won that trade. And Biden's lack of negotiation shows once again I believe President Trump would have gotten them both home and they wouldn't have been sitting in Russian prison for as long as they were had he been involved in these negotiations you're tuned into after dark with rob and andrew which is available monday through friday on america out loud's iHeartRadio channel at 9 p.m 8 p.m central or 6 p.m on the west coast we'll be back with more after dark with rob and andrew While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. 
Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Well, folks, it's about that time again, uh, up against the uh, final minutes of the show. And I just want to read to you a couple of tweets that, with the Twitter, the, the, the Twitter drops that I found rather interesting. And as Andrew and I both said, if you guys are getting tired of this, I'm sorry, because we're not going to do like Republicans did when they just drop, when, they, when they're given these golden nuggets and they start looking the other way to find other stories to cover in the news, as opposed to covering what's really important. But see, they won't do it because CNN and MSNBC aren't doing it. So they want to move away. We're not moving away because this, to me, well, not just to me, this is bigger than Watergate. Now, remember the guy, Howard uh, Brown or whatever his name was, would come out and say, oh, this is worse than Watergate. Oh, Watergate. What are those guys' names? The Watergate reporters. You see, I, I don't remember their names because to me, they're insignificant. And But they would come out and say, oh, this is worse than Watergate and what Trump is doing. And I think he's going to be taken down. And we need to look at this because this is horrible. And I mean, just nonstop on a daily basis, Howard Bernstein. And here we go right here. Bob Woodward and Howard Bernstein. Nonstop. They would come out the four years Trump was president saying, oh, the story, oh, the Russia collusion is worse than Watergate and it's going to bring him down. And, and, And it wasn't. And it didn't bring him down. But for some reason, Republicans gave into it. They would allow them to talk and they would come on the uh, right wing networks and they would say, oh, it's worse than Watergate. Trump is horrible. And Trump, Maggie Haber- Haberman or whatever her name is, she's supposed to be the star reporter at the New York Times. Meanwhile, Elon Musk selected Barry Weiss, who used to be at the Times, to release this information. You know why? And she's not a conservative. But she sees what's happening. She saw what was happening at the New York Times when they fired an editor for making a comment. He was on a field trip, and he repeated the word nigger. And they said, oh, my God, why did he say that? So they fired him. But he was repeating what another student had said. She was asking him about the context of the word. And, of course, the student, more than likely a black student, and I think she was a female, went back and said, oh, he used the N-word. And what did the editor do? He came out and apologized. He said, I shouldn't have said that. I should have known better. Like, what? You don't apologize. You never apologize. But he felt it benefiting to, I've got to apologize. Do you guys know how many times that word is used in rap music? They talk about Donald Trump not respecting women. Do you know how many times rappers disrespect black women in their music? And yet and still they go on and they win awards. Ponder that. Think about it. Because I'm trying to get you guys out, get you out of this molasses, molasses that you're just thinking that, oh, my God, we're bad. We're not bad. It's a contradiction. Okay. 
but because the town the uh, town square of Twitter has tried to create this euphoric society, utopia, a lot of people have bought into it. Now, I want to read to you some of the tweets that were dropped. Andrew, if you have some, please feel free to drop jump in. This is from Adam Schiff, you know, old pencil head, as Rush Limbaugh used to call him, Mr. Shifty, who's full of Schiff. On Elon Musk Twitter, he tweets, slurs against black people have tripled. Now notice he put that at the very top against black people. If though people aren't attacking Jews, Asians, because we know that since Joe Biden has been in office, look at the Asians that have been, have been attacked by black people. It's astonishing. And many of them have, you know, been arrested and let out to continue the crimes. But Adam Schiff wants to say slurs against black people. So the black people can say, oh my God, we're being attacked. Yeah, but I thought people were leaving Twitter. So why is Adam Schiff still on Twitter making these accusations? If people are leaving Twitter in droves, and if slurs against black people are there, who's reading it? Who's reading it? Who's seeing it? And I would venture to say that many of those slurs are by bots, Democrat bots, that are putting it there. The next one, he said, slurs against women are up 33%. Okay, what slurs are against women? That men can't have babies and that men can't be women? Like this Dylan guy who goes around saying that, oh, I don't have a uterus, but I carry tampons. He's not a woman. He's a man. Okay? Let's just get it right. Sam Brenton isn't non-binary. He's a man. He's a man who needs to have his head evaluated. And my God, have you seen the dome on that guy, Andrew? His head is, oh my, it's like a huge globe. If I were women, I would say, no, we're not that ugly. I mean, it's a caricature of these, these cartoon women that they're playing, especially that Dylan guy who actually got access to the president to ask about gender reaffirming surgery and gender reaffirming health care. And Joe Biden being the weakling that he is said, oh yeah, I believe in it. And then the other day we found out that the American doll, they're coming out with a book telling, telling little girls that if you don't feel comfortable in your body, if you think you're someone else, if you're approaching puberty, your doctors can help you with that to block puberty. Medical doctors are actually assisting children and trying to stop what's naturally supposed to take place. This is how dangerous this is becoming. And you want to tell me that people voted for this? If they did, they're fools. If you tell me the election was stolen, I will believe it. Continuing on, slurs against now Jewish people up 61%. I would venture to say, that if you were to look at who, if these were slurs, who's saying them? Again, the Democrats. The next one. And slurs against their favorite, gay men, are up 58%. Now, nothing about gay women, just gay men. And a lot of times, the attacks against these gay men are other gays. Look at the Colorado situation. The man who went in and shut up the, shut up the uh, gay bar. Gay himself, confused. And as I said during the first and second block, these people need their heads checked. 
these non-binary people who want to go cross, they want to be half this, half that. Uh-uh. We don't have that here. Nowhere in society. And we shouldn't move toward that because it's confusing people. But see, that's what they want. These numbers are abysmal and unacceptable. That's Adam Schiff, the man who claimed he had all the insight on Trump. And we're yet to see it. Andrew, next year, when Republicans do take over all the committees, they had better call him before the Hill. I don't want to hear. We have never done this. This is unprecedented because I can see the storylines already. This is unprecedented. How dare they do this? How could they do it? And just wait. Democrats are going to do the exact same thing when they take over. Fine, let them do it. But right now, we know that a crime has taken place. We know that Adam Schiff has lied to the American people. And as such, he should be called before the American people to testify as to why did he lie. Now, I just saw another news flash. Republicans are weighing if they should subpoena the FBI. And weighing, weighing meaning that they're thinking about it. There's nothing to think about. You do it. You call in Christopher Ray. You call in uh, this guy, Tim Tabolt, and you put the question before them. You call in James Baker. Don't weigh in. Don't think about it. There's nothing to think about. These people destroyed free speech. They erupted to corrupted the trust that people have in America. And don't be afraid. Again, I don't care if we don't win the presidency ever again, if we control the House and the Senate. And then we're able to steer this in the right direction because that's what it's about. You can handicap the president, of course, unless he's a president like Donald Trump, who has all the boister and he can like move things forward. But these other people like Joe Biden, no, handicap them. I don't care about them. We need to get this country back to the basics, and we can't do it when we're allowing big media, big tech, and the likes of Jack Dorsey, who lied flat out lie to the American people, to the people's house, to the people's representative. Why haven't they gone and invaded his house? Why haven't they raided, rather, his compound? They did it to Donald Trump, and they shouldn't have done it. They fabricated a lie because Merrick Garland is still mad that he's not on the high court. Well, Merrick Garland, I'm sorry, because you're not black, you're not transgender, you're not a non-binary, and you're not a black woman, because had you been any of those, I'm sure Joe Biden would have put you on the court. But instead, he put Katanji Brown Jackson, who doesn't know what a woman is, on the high court. And everybody is singing her praise and saying, oh, she's the greatest thing. Oh, my God. No, she's not. And if black people were to wake up and really look at this, they would say, this is an embarrassment. This is a slap in the face of all of our sisters, our black sisters, black aunts, and black mothers and grandmothers, that she can't define a woman. But see, Twitter gave them cover, as well as the media. The next tweet. False hate speech. This is Elon Musk responding to uh, Shifty. False hate speech and presence are actually down by one-third for Twitter now versus two acquisition. Now, you would think the media would come out and say, mm, he's right, but no, they won't, because they want you to think that the man, Elon Musk, that they used to sing praised about, because he bought Twitter, is now he's a bad guy. He's gone to the dark side, and we don't like him. That's what they want you to think now. He's gone to the dark side. Now, when he would call out Trump, 
when he said, I back DeSantis. Oh, yeah, you see that? No one likes Trump. But now that he's exposing them, they don't like it. They don't like it at all. Another tweet. Twitter denied that it does such things. This is from Barry White, who was a, a – I started off talking about this – a journalist for the New York Times. But she left after they fired that editor because they accused him of saying the N-word. She left and said, I want no more of this, and she joined Substack. Now, Maggie Haberman is still there because she wants to be the top dog. Now, if they were to get a black sister to say, I want that spot, they would kick Maggie Haberman out, and I hope that happens. And then she'll see – that she's been living in a fantasy world because they don't care anything about her because she's not the right color and she's not the right gender. But put in a transvestite, transgender man, woman, oh, they'll kick her out on her butt. Continuing the saga of the tweets, it says in 2018, tweeters Vijaya Gadad, then head of legal policy and trust, and Kaban Bikepur, head of product, said, we don't shadow ban. They added, and we've certainly not shadow banned based on political viewpoints or ideology. Now, during the first block of the show, we just mentioned that they said we shadow banned based upon content. If you don't say what we want you to say, we're going to kick you out. This was the same woman who sat behind Jack Dorsey when he testified under oath to Congress that they don't shadow ban and they don't censor conservatives. Well, Andrew and I are conservatives. We were shadow banned and we were kicked off. Andrew just mentioned that just recently he tweeted about the election and they took it down. They declared it disinformation. So some of it is still going on. I'm yet to return to Twitter because I guess they felt that my content, they didn't like it. So you have a small group of people that are moderating what people are saying. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you have the Atollah of Iran that's on Twitter saying death to America, death to Jews. You have all of these other left-wing radicals saying Farrakhan. attack Farrakhan, saying attack Americans. They're still there. They they love that. Kill this person, do this. They organized the riots of 2020-2021. Kamala Harris came out, put out a Twitter, support the people that are going to jail. They were okay with that. And just look at it. It mirrors what's happening in third world countries. How you have the opposition party that's intent on destroying the government. Yeah, They're supporting I think people have forgotten because the media has been so silent about it, how brutal some of these riots in 2020 God, I watched a video the other day of this white lady who was yelling at these black guys who have just got done stealing some stuff and they had two by fours on them and they turned around and just started beating this white woman who had to be all of five foot one with two by fours and it was just a nasty incident it was during those riots of 2020 and there were a lot of situations like that it was almost a nightly occurrence where someone was getting mugged by a black lives matter mob but the media gave it absolutely no coverage in fact we saw democrat politicians and democrats in the media who were tweeting out links to bail out these thugs and rioters so uh, that's just what we're seeing from them
And that's why Rob and I talk about it every single time that they bring up January 6th. We're not stupid. We're not going to accept any of their narrative on January 6th since they were silent about the riots of 2020. And Andrew, we can't be silent. We have to speak about it because we saw what happened and it was wrong. I don't care who's doing it on either side, but it just so happened that a lot of these individuals are always on the left. And that is the reason why they wanted to keep Twitter to themselves. It was their breeding ground of hate. And now that Elon Musk has it and he's cleaning it up, now they want to say that he's the bad guy. He's not the bad guy. He's the good guy. He is the good guy who is trying to free, free speech for Americans because Americans have forgotten all about it. We have forgotten our history. As they said, I think it's an old African proverb that if you forget history, you're doomed to repeat it. And unfortunately, many of our citizens, many of our children have forgotten history and have not been taught history other than what these radicals have been teaching them. Now, before we go, before I throw it back to you, Andrew, I want to tell all of our listeners, we have something really special that's going to be coming up to you later on in the month for the holidays. We're bringing back our singing. Are the special. We don't know if it's going to be on three nights, two nights, but stay tuned. Take it away, Andrew. Absolutely. We look forward to that. We're all out of time tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio. Wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review if you can. It really helps boost us to the top of these platforms and uh, the algorithms they have. So we do appreciate all the five-star reviews, all the thumbs up, whatever the platform offers. Please give us positive feedback. We really appreciate that. Or you can go to AmericaOutloud.com and check out all the articles, all the podcasts, thousands of hours of podcasts over at AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.